We've been talking about the battle for Florida between Florida, Florida State, and Miami, but who really is the best school at producing NFL talent? Let's get into it, only here on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Gators, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to the podcast. Happy Friday. I'm Brandon Olson. Twitter is WNS underscore Brandon. Written work with Whole Nine Sports and Giants Country of SI.com. Before getting into today's content, just ask you to like, subscribe wherever you're listening. Leave a comment, leave a review, let me know what you think of the show, how I can make it better, how I can make it worse, how I can make it stay the same, whatever it is, just let me know. We've been talking recently, the past week or two, about the importance of winning the battle of Florida in recruiting, whether it's Florida, Florida State, Miami, UCF, not really, but yeah, sure, little brother, we'll let you fight about it. Um, But we've been talking about that, and last week we had John Garcia, Sports Illustrated's Director of Football Recruiting and Lockdown's Recruiting Insider, on the show to talk about NIL and and how Florida can kind of separate themselves. And one of the ways that Florida can separate themselves is talking about being the school that produces more NFL talent or the most NFL talent out of the state of Florida. NCAAF Nation 247 on Twitter tweeted out this chart the other day that was a comparison of total draft picks from the schools over the past 10 years because, of course, you'll hear Florida State fans go, DBU, Deion Sanders, shut your mouth. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. You want to care about Deion Sanders? Go to Jackson State. How about that one? Good argument. And things like that. And Miami's got their little bad boys, woo, thing that they like to talk about. And even Florida fans like to talk about the Tebow days as if those are still relevant. Those a few head coaches ago. But in the past 10 years, facts don't lie. You know, and yes, with football, numbers lie. But not, not, not in this case. Total draft picks drafted in the past 10 years out of these schools. Florida leads the way with 62. Florida State is at 49. Miami is at 43 players drafted in the past 10 years. And look, I I will admit, I am not surprised that Florida led this category or that they're leading the next category. I I am kind of surprised at the margin that Florida led, but I'm not surprised they led because the other category that we're talking about in this segment are first-round picks. Florida had 13 first-round picks. Most recently, of course, Kyrie Lum. Florida State had 10 first-round picks, and Miami had six first-round picks. And I believe Miami's first-round pick, most recent first-round pick, was Gregory Rousseau with the Bills. I can't remember who Florida State's most recent first-round pick is, but hey, who cares? They suck. Um, But like I said, I'm not really surprised Florida is leading these categories because that's kind of just what you would expect from, I mean, when you're comparing three schools, one of them is in the SEC and one of them is in, and two of them are in the ACC. One of them, both of them, being towards the bottom of the ACC recently. Um, I, I think that that's not surprising that Florida led those categories. I think that that should kind of be expected from the Florida Gators to be like, yeah, we are better than Florida State. We are better than Miami. As much as locked on Seminoles and locked on Canes would like to, a little baby Wawa their way about it. Uh, no, Florida is the elite program here and obviously the numbers don't lie getting players into the nfl for florida which florida does by the way very consistently 
they consistently get multiple guys in the draft. I mean, 62 in the past 10 years, that's 6.2 guys get drafted per year out of Florida. Because this is completely excluding the undrafted players that end up having a career, whether it's one year or 25 years, although that's not going to happen. But you get, you get my point. You get, you get what I'm putting down. Uh, so yeah, that's expected. But again, I was a little surprised by how much of a margin there was between Florida and both Florida State and Miami. Not so much surprised about Florida State Miami's gap between that's 49 43, but Florida being nine or 13 picks ahead of Florida State and then 19 picks ahead of Miami was a bit surprising for me just because I like I said, I, I expected Florida to be leading, but that is a huge margin to be in first place by. And then that's something where I mean, I, I don't know if Billy Napier is talking about that on campus, but he should be talking about that with his recruits are coming. Look. A lot of recruits, especially high caliber recruits, are looking NFL. They're looking into the future. You got to go, well, Miami puts out 4.3 guys per year in the draft. Florida State puts out 4.9. We put out 6.2. Over time, that's a, like 13 there is a lot. 6.2 to 4.9 doesn't sound like that big of a difference. But when you expand it even 10 years, that's 13 players. It's kind of a lot. Uh, it kind of adds up at the end of the day. And then first round picks. Not shocked about that either. I would have kind of thought that Florida would have a little bit bigger gap there just because, again, you know, Florida had 13 more guys drafted, only three more first-round picks, and Miami had six first-round picks. Florida had more than double the number of first-round picks get to the NFL than Miami did. And I think that's kind of something that you got to look at when you're a player. You go, well, Florida consistently produces these NFL guys. But also, you know, it's funny to me because, I mean, granted, being a good player or getting drafted or being on a good team, that's not really correlated. But Miami and Florida State fans would have you believe that Florida is on their 45th coach of the past five years because they always talk about, oh, yeah, because people want to go to a school that's had so many coaches in the past 15 years. Um, Guess what? A lot of coaches in the past 15 years, more NFL players <laughs> than your schools. So keep arguing, argue with the wall, argue with your cat, argue with whoever you want to argue with, but the numbers don't lie. And we're about to get more specific into those positions. We're going to look at the offense and then we're going to look at the defense for these numbers. But first, I'm talking to you guys about Built Bar because it is spring break time now. My goodness, no, it isn't even. I'm sorry. Time is a flat circle and I'm just always lost in it because it is not even spring break time. It is not even NFL draft time. We're over a month into the MLB season. Summer is right around the corner i got vacation in a month and a week and let me tell you this not in shape right now but bill bar you've been helping me get there because I'm, I'm i'm hammering away right now bill bars it helps me with my sweet tooth because it's it's coated in 100 chocolate most bars have 130 calories just four net carbs along with 17 grams of protein so you could throw out the hidden stash the reese's in the dust drawer the kick out in the cupboard the whatever in the wherever it don't matter Built Bar is here. Built Bar got you back. You don't got to sneak around. You don't got to feel guilty. You don't got to feel bad. Built Bar is always coming out with new limited time flavors, so you'll never get bored. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your next order with Built or BuiltBar.com. Thanks again for making Locked Nuggets your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts. Like I said, we're looking at the offensive side of the ball here, breaking it down by the numbers. We're going to look at each position and we're going to, or I mean, well, offensive line, we're just going to go offensive line. But we're going to look at each position and we're going to list how many players have been drafted from those schools at that position. And 
which school has produced the best player. And again, some of these are going to be my opinion. Some of these are going to be, well, duh. So, yeah, take that what you will. But at quarterback, Florida has had one player drafted in the past 10 years, it being, of course, Kyle Trask two years ago. But, of course, you could also look at a few years ago in Florida. I, I think it would still fit the 10-year gap where Jeff Driscoll and Jacoby Brissett were Florida Gators and Will Greer were Florida Gators and transferred out. But, again, you don't get credit for people that left your school and then made it to the NFL. Uh, Florida State had two, which is the most. And Miami had one, which, again, ties with Florida. And the best player from these schools at quarterback, I mean, is Jameis Winston. I think that's very – I mean, because Florida – had Kyle Trask. Miami is Brad Kaya, maybe? Stephen Morris, maybe? Uh, yeah, I think it's Stephen Morris. Brad Kaya was probably more than 10 years ago. Uh, and then Florida State is EJ Manuel and Jameis Winston. Both were highly drafted quarterbacks. Both were their first quarterback drafted in the year that they got drafted. Uh, but yeah, it, it's Jameis Winston. I think he, Kyle Trask, maybe at the end of the day, will have a better career, but game played. So can't. Can't give it to him. <laughs> so that's it. Running backs, Florida is tied with Miami for six, and that leads the way Florida State has five. But I think Florida State has the best running back drafted. Florida's had a bunch of rotational guys, as has Miami. But Florida State had Dalvin Cook and Cam Akers. So I think when you look at running back, and again, I'm trying to be completely unbiased here. I'm just going by the facts. Um, or well, in this case, my opinion. Uh, Dalvin Cook is one of the better running backs in the NFL. So that's very clear. And we're going to see that a few times where we go, well, this player is the best, one of the best at his position in the NFL. So obviously he's the best from these three schools. So Dalvin cook is there Uh, looking at wide receiver. Florida leads the way with six. Miami has four and Florida state has three wide receivers drafted. Um, The best is a little murky here because it's a bunch of guys who are either still very young and still new in their careers or, are I mean had a solid peak at one point. The best I, I have a tie here. I have Kelvin Benjamin or Van Jefferson, whichever one you want. I think Van Jefferson might be the most talented one, but again, he just finished his second year on a team with a stack wide receiver corp. So we haven't really seen a ton from him. Kelvin Benjamin had a solid peak. He was a thousand yard receiver, I believe twice in his career. Uh so at least he's that like He's had a solid run for things. Um, But yeah, I I will say, I think when you look at putting a wide receiver into the NFL, you look at these three schools, it's very clear Florida does that. And Florida does it well because they keep putting guys in the NFL that can play special teams and that will extend your NFL career. Kelvin Benjamin ain't playing special teams. So I I, I think that points out way. Also, Braxton Berrios is a guy from Miami who could maybe eventually take that spot but for now he hasn't and i'm not going to just crown him that tight end is a fun one because you know miami claims to be tight end you and you could argue that they are you could argue that they're there but you could also argue florida's tight end you uh florida state not so much they had what nick leary was their last tight end drafted um so yeah florida and florida state had two tight ends drafted in the past 10 years miami had four Draft in the past 10 years. Florida, I mean, I think Florida has the best tight end drafted because uh, it's Kyle Pitts. And so I, I think that's very clear. You know, there's a reason he was the highest drafted tight end. Um, but Miami also has a case because Miami does have a David Njoku, who is, I mean, I feel like I have to 
be again, I'm being unbiased here. I have to say, you know, Van Jefferson stacked receiver room has never really been the guy consistently, whatever it is. Um, David Njoku, usually in a talented tight end room with an offense that, well, has disappointed quite a bit. Uh, I'll say that about it. But I think it's Kyle Pitts. I wouldn't argue with anybody if you said David Njoku. I get it. I don't think it's true, but I, I, I get the argument there. And Kyle Pitts also one year in the NFL. Can we really say that you're the best at anything? Um, so I get the argument. I would say Kyle Pitts, though. That, that, that'd be my point. Uh, offensive line was a shocker for me because Miami put out five offensive linemen in the NFL draft. Florida State put out seven. And Florida put out eight. I, I don't know if that's surprising to anybody else, but when I think of Florida and their offensive line, I feel like I'm always looking at them and going, this offensive line is so bad every single year. But to have eight guys draft in the past 10 years, pretty solid. Uh, I think the best one, DJ Humphreys. I don't think that's necessarily an argument. And if you want to argue with it, it's Trent Brown is the next guy. Florida State hasn't really put out any quality offensive linemen. I, I like Landon Dickerson, but uh, he kind of left, so... Not him. Uh, Miami, again, another school that hasn't really put out a ton of quality offensive linemen. They get guys there, like Eric Flowers. They get you into the league. And Eric Flowers has had a solid career. He turned it around after being... He's still a bust, but he still turned it around after being a, a horrible pick early on. But I think it's DJ Humphreys. First of all, I think DJ Humphreys is incredibly underrated. Uh, I will I will say that, that DJ Humphreys gets a lot of unwarranted um, flack, I guess I'll say, because he... Has you know he's never been exceptional. He was a high pick, but he was an athletic tackle who had tools and not really any technical refinement. And he's become a very good starting offensive tackle in the NFL. So DJ Humphreys, best offensive lineman out of Florida, Florida State, Miami. You could argue if you want. Um, I don't care if you do, but you could argue if you want. Now we're about to take a look at the defensive side of the ball. Which also kind of surprised me a little bit in, in a few spots, actually. Um, so I'm very excited to talk about that. But first, I'm going to talk to you guys about Bet Online because, like I mentioned earlier, baseball season, we're a month into it. You kind of get a feel for things when you want to bet on it. Tennis is year round. You could bet on that. You know where you could do that? BetOnline.net. BetOnline is your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports information. Like I said, I've been using BetOnline for five years now. I, I couldn't be happier with it. I love it. I love the site. I do. I really do. Um, it's got so much. It's not basketball, not just football, not just tennis, not just soccer, not just table tennis, not just darts, not just Russian hockey, whatever you want to bet on. You could do it. Not even just sports. It's got reality TV, award shows, just so much there. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn about all the trends and action. Check out Bet Online. It's where the game starts. To wrap up today's show, we are talking about the defensive side of the ball here with getting talent to the NFL. And this one, I will say, I was surprised one way positively, one way negatively. Um, but also, like, I'm not super shocked about Florida getting defensive players, either or any of these schools getting defensive players into the NFL draft because, I mean, uh, look, you got to win the battle in the state between these three schools, but Florida is just chock full of athletes and the NFL is going to draft athletes. So Florida gets athletes, the state of Florida, like the, the big three schools in Florida get athletes to their program, develop them enough to get them into the NFL, whether or not they always work out. That's, that's up for debate. But, um, uh, 
we're going to take a look here. We're starting a defensive line, and for all intents and purposes, a defensive line is defensive tackle, a defensive end, um, and I, I like edge rusher, I guess, um, or not even, I guess. I know it's defensive tackle, defensive end, and edge rusher. So if you're a stand-up outside linebacker, but you're a pass rusher, you're listed here. Florida's had 11 guys drafted, as has Miami. Florida State had 15 which is not what I was expecting. I, I thought Florida was going to blow this one away. I thought Florida in defensive line, I was like, that's what Florida does. Like Florida is always a school. It seems like every couple of years you go, well, they got this crazy pass rusher. You know, going into this past season, it was Zachary Carter, Brenton Cox Jr. are dangerous. This year, Zachary, this year it's Brenton Cox Jr. and Javon Dexter, and Javon Dexter are dangerous. Like they're, they're just this duo and, Jakai Polite and Jabari Zuniga and, and just all these guys constantly coming out. I didn't think Florida State would lead it. I did think Florida State would have the best player um, because Florida State has Brian Burns and Brian Burns is a phenomenal pass rusher. Um, I know that a lot of you listening are Bucks fans and you probably hate him because he's a Panther, but too bad. Like, like he's a very talented pass rusher. So I get it. And Brian Burns, yeah, being there, Florida State Seminole, hate that, but very talented player. Next up, looking at linebacker, this one did shock me quite a bit because I am so used to the past two seasons of just going, Florida's linebackers are a nightmare to watch. They are so bad. But then you look at the past 10 years, Miami, two linebackers drafted, two, Florida State, three linebackers drafted, Florida, 10. Florida's had 10 linebackers selected in the NFL draft over the past 10 years. That is incredible efficiency and and still like just so shocking to me. I put again, none of them, none of them have really been exceptional. You had Jared Davis, you had Alex Anzalone, but the guy that I picked as the best linebacker out of Florida over the past 10 years, which this one is up for debate again, is not none of these schools have put out an insanely high talent, high level guy. Florida State had Telvin Smith, but he retired after a few years, so I'm not going to put him in there. Um, but John Bostic is the guy I put there because John Bostic has been in the NFL for a long time, and he is. People always talk about John Bostic, and they're just like, oh, "He's he's okay, he's whatever, like he's not a starter." He's always starting. He, he's always been a starting linebacker. He's always been someone who you go, "Wait, he's in the league, and he's a starter for that team." So John Bostic is my guy here that I'm listing as the best linebacker out of these three schools over the past 10 years. Argue with your cat on this one too. I don't care about it. I, I think it's John Bostic and especially that hit he laid on Teddy Bridgewater at the Sugar Bowl, if I'm remembering correctly. Oh, kid magnifique. It was beautiful. Defensive back has just been lumped together from corner to safety. Uh, Miami had nine, which <laughs> nine. Uh, Florida State had 10, which <laughs> 10 Florida's had 15 defensive backs drafted in the past 10 years, including first round pick this year, Kair Elam, who he will break the curse. I'm sure of it. Marco Wilson also, by the way, wasn't drafted super high and people were like, he shouldn't have been drafted at all. He's an athlete with tools and he started immediately, which I get it weak secondary, but he, he made the most of his opportunity. I think, um, I will say that I could laugh at Miami and Florida State for having nine and ten guys, which, by the way, if you combine them, they've only gotten four more DBs drafted than Florida has total. And if you look at linebacker, if you combine the number of linebackers that Florida State and Miami have gotten drafted in the ten years, 
Florida still doubled them. So Florida kind of ran away with it on the defensive side of the ball. But the best defensive back, there's two very insanely talented all-pro quality DBs to talk about here. Unfortunately, they're both from Florida State. I, I decided between them, but I'm open to either one. Uh, Derwin James is the one that I didn't pick because I picked Jalen Ramsey. Um, I think that's fair. Jalen Ramsey is arguably the best defensive back in all of the NFL right now. He's, he's an incredibly talented guy. Um, and I also don't care for the people to go, he doesn't want to play zone. I don't care. Richard Sherman didn't really play man defense. And I think he was at one point the best DB in the league. And Darrell Rivas played uh, for a huge majority of his career, almost exclusively man defense. So it's just playing to your strengths. So I don't care about that. But Jalen Ramsey, the best DB, Florida, the best school producing DBs. Looking at specialists, because we've got specialists too, and they get drafted sometimes. There were six total specialists. Florida's had three of them drafted. Florida State's had two of them, and Miami's had one of them drafted. For best, I picked a kicker and a punter because it's hard to compare if you're a better kicker or a better punter because they're different positions. Um, but I put Evan McPherson at kicker. First of all, there haven't been many kickers drafted, uh, so, so there's that, and Roberto Aguayo is not going to be one. Dustin Hopkins, maybe you could say him if you don't want to say Evan McPherson is the guy after one year, uh, but I think that his run last season kind of separated himself. Uh, and then I punter Pat O'Donnell from Miami. I think Pat O'Donnell was a very good punter when he was around. I, I think that he's a ton of talent, ton of leg talent. I, I, I was a big fan of Pat O'Donnell. Um, but that's about it. Florida, again, Florida led the way with 62 total picks. That's 13 more than Florida State, 19 more than Miami. 13 first-round picks, three more than Florida State, seven more than Miami, so more than double Miami. Florida, when, when you're talking about getting recruits and going, well, we're going to get you to the NFL. You look at Florida, and Florida is going to dominate that one easily. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. Every day we are available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll be back next week when we're going to take another look at the scheme you'll see in Gainesville this fall. Also check back tomorrow because we will have the full Nina Rickards interview just thrown up solo. Now make your second listen Lockdown NFL Draft. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. For Lockdown Gators, I'm Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Written works with Whole Nine Sports. That's W-H-O-L-E-N-I-N-E Sports. Also with Giants Country of SI.com. Excited about that one. And I will see you all Monday.